New York Artists Collective. And welcome to the New York Artists Collective podcast. This next one's about. This is the podcast where we interview an artist to discuss the creative songwriting process behind one of their songs. I am your host, Stephanie Manns, singer-songwriter and one of the New York Artists Collective producers. Today's guest is Brandon Mills, Marine veteran turned singer-songwriter, and he is here to talk about his single, Let's Go Get Lost. Brandon Mills, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. My pleasure. Thank you. Um, I don't know how we connected. We were just chatting about this. But I'm very glad we did. Um, your music is so interesting. Thank like, you. It's hard to just give it one genre. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know how to uh, put it into a genre either. I feel like the lines are so blurred these days. Mm-hmm. Anyways. I mean, I, like, it's one of those when you're creating your own website and people, you know, you have to have some sort of comparison. Right. Um, do people ask you to do that all the time? So I have like my little elevator pitch. Mm-hmm. And I kind of usually say if Jack Johnson met the Lumineers kind of vibe. Okay. But it could, I mean, yeah, I can't do it either. I'm not good at this. I mean, I definitely hear like a reggae thing, so I would throw in Jason Mraz awesome. to that as well. Awesome. I think I had three J's. So I had Jason Mraz, Jack Johnson, and James Blunt, I think was... I'll I take all of James those. Blunt. I'll take all of those. Um, yeah. Oh, maybe I think James Blunt was because of the veteran link. Okay. So he, you know, he's a veteran. I did not know that. Ah, he's That's a amazing. Veteran songwriter. Yeah. I really enjoy his music. Mm. So. He's a very good songwriter. He's incredible. Um, his earlier stuff was very sort of dark and depressing, and mums loved it. But his later stuff's really interesting. It's really like folky. It's very cool. Yes. So tell me about um, your journey to songwriting. Mm. Um, I grew up playing the saxophone. Started in fourth grade. Um, at sixteen, I picked up a guitar because I think I wanted. I feel like I had a message through words. Started writing songs at 16, joined the military, traveled around the world, but I always had a guitar with me, so I was always kind of writing my experiences through songs. I felt like that was the best way to get what was inside out, and I've been doing that ever since. So how was your experience in the military? You were a Marine. I was a Marine. I was in a special forces unit called Reconnaissance, and I was a scout sniper. Um, So these were pretty elite... um, places to be with some of the most incredible men that I've ever met in my life. And um, so there was a requirement to be excellent. And as a result, we were very good at what we did, but I don't think that we were very open to be emotional or to be artistic. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was almost shunned in a way. So there was a constant conflict within myself to be the artist that I knew that I wanted to be and who I was and be this quote unquote alpha male. So there was a lot of challenge with that, but there's, it was beautiful. That cognitive dissonance kind of helped me stay balanced in a way. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, and like, uh, there's a lot of chat at the moment about like toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. and how you know, I imagine within the military there would be kind of a lot of that, and you know, being a creative person that is the opposite of who you are, right? Um, and how you might have found that stifling your creativity or your it was it was challenging uh, the beautiful thing was when I um, exposed that to my closest friends they were super open to it and I think a lot of them found healing in it found um, inspiration in it and uh, admired it in a way mm-hmm. there was also the conflict of now I'm playing love songs and I'm an elite quote-unquote warrior how do I balance this without feeling like I'm coming off feminine mm-hmm. and um, Masculinity is beautiful. 
femininity is beautiful, mm -hmm. and I think a balance of the two is optimal. That's interesting. That femininity was, I wouldn't necessarily call it a concern, but it was a thought. I mean, versus like a sensitivity. Yeah. Um, I feel like we still live in a masochistic culture, mm -hmm. and I don't agree with it. Women are beautiful. Women have their own strength. And I feel like I acknowledged that and understood that early on, mainly because of my mother, mm -hmm. who was very, very strong and very, very emotional and very balanced. And it was inspirational to me. And I don't think one has to exist without the other. Mm -hmm. And in my opinion, like moving forward, at least in this season of my life, of the people I admire the most have a really equal balance of, of both. Mm -hmm male and female energy, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, no, for sure. I think with, with every yin, there's yang. Right, um, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's, it's all about balance, really. So more recently, you've had, a, you've, you had an EP out, mm -hmm. um, and you're back in the studio just now. Yes. So the song that we're going to, we'll talk about the song, and then um, we, we can talk more about what you're doing and sure. where you're going and stuff. So um, the song that we're going to listen to is called uh, Let's Go Get Lost. Yes. And that's from your last EP that came out in November? Correct. November 7th, I believe. November 7th. Um, so tell us about that song, how you came to write it, the production process, any, anything that you feel is sort of pertinent to the process. Sure. Uh, there's so many layers to the song. So I started writing it, I was watching the sun come up mm -hmm. one night, and um, I was facing east. The windows that, I, it, that were in my studio faced, faced east. So when the sun was rising, that's just the first lyric kind of came out. I'm facing east, but my mind's at peace. Um, that was mainly because I was dating a woman who lived on the West Coast mm -hmm. and we were separated and you know f in some form of art artistry I felt like I was facing away from her we were separated but I felt like it was all good um, and then it kind of evolved into this idea of the observation of a lot of New Yorkers I love New York with all my heart a lot of New Yorkers I feel like are trapped within New York and I think a lot of people need to get out and it's almost counterculture to leave New York mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. Yep. It's almost like frowned upon, and I think it's the healthiest thing you can do. Yep. Um, I wound up buying a car about two years ago strictly to get out of the city. Mm -hmm. I love the city with all my heart, but if all I'm experiencing is the city, it felt trapped to me. Mm -hmm. So the chorus kind of um, talks about that. Mm -hmm. Just getting away from technology, getting away from instant gratification, getting away from the hustle and bustle of New York and just experiencing the beauty that is all around the city. Yeah. It's very, very easily accessible if you put in a little time and effort to get out there. Yeah. I think, you, you know, you need to make that time to be mindful and go and seek that peace. Absolutely. Um, I'm not terribly good at that. I do, <laughs> I do like getting out of the city. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think there are, in fact, a lot of my friends are just like, you know, they need to be in nature mm -hmm. and they need to do that at least once a month just I'm to have sanity you know? absolutely absolutely there's a lot of clarity that comes mm -hmm. from being alone or just being in the woods being at the ocean mm -hmm. it's really for me healing and it's really um kind of calms the storm that's happening within myself often especially in the city kind of just puts that at ease and allows things to flow a little more fluidly mm -hmm. i mean it's a very kind of summary sort of vibey song i felt um very catchy. I mean, when you were releasing the EP, did you have any kind of thoughts about this being like the single or? I feel like this resonated with most of the people I was sharing it with before we released the EP. Yeah, I love them all though. Mm -hmm. I'm a little 
impartial to all of them. They all have different, yeah. you know, personal meanings and journeys attached to them. But uh, this one just felt that like it would impact the most amount of people. Well, should we take a listen to the song? Let's do it.
that was Let's Go Get Lost. Love the song. And whilst we were listening, because we do that in um, Pretend Radio Land, and <laughs> <laughs> um, we were just saying, you know, you, you said you were, you sort of struggled with the music industry, um, mm-hmm. and you had recorded two albums before you released this EP. So this re- EP came out before these other two albums. Correct, yeah. And you're currently recording another studio album. Right. So tell me about that. For me, it was the struggle of uh, finding how I wanted to put my foot forward um, initially, and that was a challenge for me. Uh, I have a lot of songs that have been recorded that I'm not that don't feel fully authentic, mm-hmm. and I even struggle with that with this new EP. Um, but I found a lot of freedom in just giving it up, giving it up to the universe, quote unquote, and um, just seeing how the response comes back. Yeah. Ironically, a lot of my fans were very encouraging great feedback and then a lot of the people that I sent uh, I sent the music to via blogs or uh, music critics were not as responsive kindly responsive which was cool it was humbling Mm -hmm. and it was a good it was good feedback it was good um, reality check Mm -hmm. but now I'm just trying to do what I know how to do the best way I possibly can being proud of the art and just letting it go yeah and that's challenging because there's so much good art, art out there and there's a lot of critics as well yeah, I mean, it's one of those, when you're putting something out there and you are paying for that promotion and, and the marketing or whatever, and then people give you their honest re- review or whatever, and for the most part, you'll get some really good stuff, but mm-hmm. then you may have one that's really not great. And I, I had a really bad one, and not, not to steal your thunder no, or, no, no. or shade or whatever, but um, The Guardian in the UK in Scotland really hated my album it was something I was really proud of right but this guy was just like yeah she's just trying to be Dolly Parton and I'm like I'm really not but uh, yeah okay that's that's fine and you know like some people just like to rag on people Definitely. because that's their job well because it thing. sells right people are yeah. attracted to that yeah um it stung a little bit though right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. definitely but at the same time I think when I had time to step back I realized that I was very proud of the work that I put in I was very proud of the songs that I've done it was the you know it was the right time for me to make that album and I was able to kind of close the door on that and go okay well I can now I can write something else absolutely and move on with that that's very freeing and at the end of the day the critics are not creating mm-hmm. their art they're yeah. they're responding to art that has been created by an individual so I'm not dissing critics critics can be very influential also I had to come to terms with I'm doing what I believe in my heart is the right thing to do, and I'm gonna, you know, send it out in the universe. Whatever happens, happens, and it'll be better next time. One question I do have is, you have a lot of fans, but I'm interested how you've kind of gotten there with it. Because I think certainly my impression, of, you know, years ago when I was starting out, was I need to have something to sell in order to promote myself, to to go to gigs, to sell at gigs, you know, for people to remember who I am and. Mm-hmm. Um, to build that following. Right. So how are you doing that if you didn't have a release site? I would, man, I don't know. I don't know how okay. this is all happening. It took me a long time to get into social media. Mm-hmm. I used to be very much against it. I felt like it was everybody's highlight reel, everybody's perfect picture of their story, not a lot of authenticity. I don't necessarily agree with that approach anymore, but it took me a long time to get to the place where I am. Now I realize it's this beautiful platform where everybody has a voice, everybody has an opportunity to share what they believe and what art that they're creating in this space where people are able to access it from around the world. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful thing. But it took me a long time to get there. Now I kind of look at it as this is a tool and I can share my heart with this and um, share my story 
take it or leave it. And for whatever reason that I still fully don't understand, people have been super responsive. So I'm grateful for it, and I don't know exactly what is, uh, you know, attracting people. Have you found a community in it? Not necessarily. I will say I've, a lot of these people that I was scared might reject me, mainly these uh, military members that I respected so much, mm-hmm. were overwhelmingly supportive about the whole process and about the whole vulnerability mm-hmm. and just being honest and laying it all out for people to judge or people to accept yeah. they were all super loving and kind and supportive That's through this great. which is which has been really really uh healthy for me if they hadn't been would you have accepted that as that's not something they can accept of themselves they don't feel that they could that they're that free to have to be that authentic and to be vulnerable uh, yeah that's a good question i think now i think now it took me it took me a few years to just be okay with being myself and just not giving so much priority to other people's opinion. Mm-hmm. But that took that that was a long journey for me, probably longer than than most people, or most artists. But again, the more vulnerable I have become, the more um, acceptance and love I've received, and it's given me courage to continue to yeah. be that person. So let's talk about New York. So you've been here six years, mm-hmm. and you came to New York to do or to study sound engineering. Correct. Yeah. I got into City College uh, up in Harlem for, uh, it's called Sonic Arts mm-hmm. Center, and um, it's the main reason I moved here. Was that to pursue your music at the same time? Mm-hmm, yeah. And why New York versus L.A. or Nashville? So I had a lot of friends in L.A., and I felt like if I moved there, it would have been a little too comfortable for me. It would have been too easy to just exist in this structure that had already been established for me. Nashville felt maybe a little too easy, a little too small. And New York was like a little scary and incredibly inspirational. And for whatever reason, ever since I was young, I had these dreams or these desires to live in New York. So mm-hmm. it just made sense. And I don't know why. But you were saying, so now you're about to move on from New York. Yes. And move to Nashville. Correct. How do you feel about that? I'm excited. I love New York with all my heart. This is the hardest place I've ever had to leave. Mm-hmm. And I've lived all around the world. Um, we traveled quite a bit we moved quite a bit every three or four years when I was growing up and then I joined the military moved up around a lot traveled the world we I was constantly moving so being settled in New York for six years is one of the longest places I've ever lived Mm -hmm. and it was one of the hardest places to leave and I hope I always have ties to New York because I love it it's one of my favorite places in the world I'm excited to start the next chapter of my life when are you moving Uh, as soon as the album's done (laughs) <laughs> as in like finish recording or finish producing or all of that finish recording so okay. ideally the first week of february okay we'll see how that goes so nashville nashville is exciting so i think a lot of people just think that nashville is just country music mm-hmm. it is not right um do you have connections in nashville are you do you know what you're going to do when you get there or are you just packing a suitcase and pitching up and going? it's a little bit of both i have some really amazing connections there i'm also just gonna go there and figure it out the beautiful thing about moving every few years as a child is I've become so used to and okay with starting over mm-hmm. that I feel like it'll all work out the way it's supposed to. Um, I do have some great connections that I met mainly here in New York oh. that have moved to Nashville and um, are very supportive, very kind, want me to be a part of that whole scene. So I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm optimistic as usual. It's a great frame of mind. Thank you. Yeah. To be in. Um, so 2019, new album. Do you have a title? The first one will be released March 15th. Okay. And then, which has already been recorded. The second one we're planning to release sometime in June, and I believe it, 
will be called One Love Any Weapon. Um, in the military, we had this training program called One Mind Any Weapon. Mm-hmm. It was about how to like optimize your scenario to protect yourself. And I want to optimize the scenario to like love whatever that looks like to get into the root of the problem and show love however you see fit and whatever is the best situation at the time. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's hard to love. I mean, people, it's hard for people to receive love is what I'm learning as I get older. Oh, yeah. That's the hardest thing, I think. It is, I think so, yeah. Um, Real love. There's a real vulnerability, I think, in allowing someone to love you. Yeah, it's a little scary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so in terms of recording, mm-hmm. so I think we've, we've got some time left. Um, okay. What do you love about recording or not, or the songwriting process? Because I think when I would go into the studio, it always kind of filled me with this, oh, shit, I don't know what it, what's, this is going to end up like. And right. that terrified me a little bit. Right. Um, I love the end process, but I think I always sort of find the, the middle process of recording like, oh god, this is that that sort of process. And I remember I saw a meme about it that artists do, and they're like, this is really good. Oh, this is cool. Oh shit, this isn't that good. Right. Anymore. Yeah. And then you kind of go through <laughs> this process, and you get to the end and go, oh yeah, this is great again. Absolutely. But there's this sort of self doubt. I don't think there's any thing that goes smoothly when you're creating art. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of like initial love and zeal and excitement and then try to flesh it out and then it becomes self-doubt um questioning everything overanalyzing discrediting yourself as an artist and then you find you find the middle ground and for me the biggest thing was working with people that i love and i trusted Mm -hmm. and when i was wrestling with an issue believing that that person who knows me well and knows the art that i'm trying to create can make the final call Mm -hmm. You know, a good producer, a good engineer, a good even a, a good friend. Yeah. Sounds like you have the right balance in your life, and your team. <sighs> I hope so. Yeah. I, I pretend to. <laughs> <laughs> there is a lot of discussion around mental health within the creative community. Mm-hmm. Because, the, you know, the emotions that you, and the roller coasters that you're on are, are right. consistently up and down. Right. Um, and I, I remember I did a, I think I did a tour, and when I finished it, the, the come down was so hard right and I that I was like why, why do I feel this way and I was like oh it's adrenaline I'm coming off that high like it was sort of a natural coming down off like a natural drug a release yeah, yeah. A release yeah um do you do you find that I do I like I so I have been diagnosed with PTSD because of the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan um so I've I've done a lot of I've pursued a lot of self-healing whether it be through psychedelics or meditation or yoga or a combination of all of them. And um, I feel like I'm a little more balanced than maybe other artists, although I'm not mm-hmm. trying to like compare myself. Uh, there are highs and lows, for sure. At the end of the day, I believe I, I can do what I can do with what I have at the moment, and I have to be able to relinquish that control, and that's been very liberating for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are highs and lows for sure. I've gone through some really dark times and I've gone through for some really joyous, beautiful times. And learning to embrace both of them without judgment, self-judgment, has been probably the most beneficial thing mm-hmm. for me. Well, thank you for sharing. Yes, um, thank, thank you. for your service. Thank you. Um, I can't imagine what it's like to go through PTSD and to continue to have that struggle. I'm very glad that you had the support around you that you needed and it's helped you to go on your creative journey that was one of the biggest healers for me it was the creative process and so i encourage anybody listening that might struggle with depression or ptsd having a creative outlet doesn't have to be music is incredibly beneficial incredibly profound and if it doesn't 
look or feel great at the time, continue to pursue that, whether you make an, uh, a career of it or not, it's so liberating to just get that out in some way, shape, or form. It's very, very beneficial. I meet people all the time, they're like, I, I'm not artistic, and I'm like, I don't believe that. I believe we're all artistic in some, in some capacity, and so I always encourage people to just pursue some form of art. It's very, very liberating. It's very healing. Brandon Mills, as we wrap up, you're moving to Nashville. Mm-hmm. I'm very jealous. I'm very excited for you. Come visit time. anytime. I got a oh, two or three bedroom. We'll figure it out. I will, I will be there with okay. bells on. You're more than welcome. Um, so let's just plug all of your socials, all of your the dates that you have, things coming out. Sure. So you are at Brandon Mills Official? Instagram is uh, Brandon Mills Official, yes. yes. I believe YouTube is Brandon Mills Official. I believe Facebook is Brandon Mills Official. Instagram is my main platform. Most artists are these days. I mean, it's like... You have it a kind of static website. Um, yeah, I mean, it seems the most yeah. streamlined. And there's little places to connect with me via that platform. Um, so your new single's coming out in March? March 15th on my birthday. Yeah. Excellent, I'll remember. Happy birthday. Thank you. And the full album, do we know when that's coming out yet? So that'll be an EP release, and then June will be another EP release. Oh, got it. Okay. I find it easier to release small pieces of my heart <laughs> one time. Okay, great. And we will be in touch for a songwriter's round. Yes, I'd love love. to have you back in the Thank you. Thank you. Um, Brandon, it's been such a pleasure chatting to you. Thank you very much for for coming around and having tea. My pleasure. I'm very warm now. Good. It was a horrible night. (laughs) (laughs) It's a polar vortex coming. Just deal with it. I just don't even mind. I was listening to your podcast on the way, so it was a lot warmer on the walk. Oh, I'm glad. glad. (laughs) Brandon Mills, thank you so much. Thank you. The very talented Brandon Mills and his song, Let's Go Get Lost. I love him. He's just so lovely. Um, Look out for his forthcoming EP this spring. And of course, we will definitely be looking to have Brandon perform in one of our rounds this year. You can find out more about Brandon at Brandon Mills Official on Instagram and his website, brandonmills.com. Now, next week on the show, we will be speaking with Matt Butler, singer-songwriter from New York City. And Matt will be coming in to talk about his experiences performing his prison tours all across the country. Thanks so much for listening. My name is Stephanie Manns. See you next week. New York Artist Collective.